Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's On Draft, the podcast where we each draft five picks around a prompt we've written from books, music, movies, TV shows, or anything else in the universe. And you, the listener, tell us whose picks are the best part of waking up. My name is Paul, and I am joined by my usual co-hosts, Cameron and Michael. Guys, how's it going? Pretty good. You know what? I have never liked Folgers. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Dunkin' Donuts kind of guy. Ah. So... That's that's what I go for at the store. I just don't drink coffee, so I'm a oh, diet you don't, coke. You don't, you don't drink coffee. Guy. Oh, I, don't. I don't I don't really drink coffee anymore. I've switched to tea. So I I usually do black tea, but uh, I used to be a pretty avid coffee drinker. I was gonna say that I'm feeling festive today. Oh yeah. I uh, I celebrated some Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we hit the local restaurant down the street here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were handing out hats, t-shirts, and jello shots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I thought fun. I did good. There was a live singer at the location oh, I went good. to. Pretty good. But wow, that yeah. was really a party. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think we went there last year too, and they did the jello shots, but this time they had merch. They were just handing out. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of insane. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So I I handed them back one of our uh, What's on Draft mugs. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Stickers for you. (laughs) That needs to be a thing. When you get merged, you give like a merch exchange. (laughs) Restaurants is like, what do I do with all of this random merch (laughs) people? Uh, Well, I I celebrated in the traditional way of attending graduation (laughs) and then uh, taking a kid to the doctor to find out two of our three children now have strep throat. And possibly me and Elena because we're feeling pretty bad. I mean, at this point, at this point, you all just got it pretty much. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's happening, but it's all right. So yeah, we ate some uh, we ate some ramen noodles for dinner, so it'd be nice and soft. You know, traditional nice, Cinco nice. de Mayo affair. Hey, and my brother just got back from Japan, and they are like addicted to like elevated ramen, like true ramen. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so they've been they've been making it and uh, sending us pics and it looks good, man. Oh yeah, we so we did uh, we had family in town like a couple weeks ago, and um, we took like some split chicken breasts, put it in the pressure cooker with some broth and like various seasonings and things, and then just put out like a bunch of various like ramen mix-ins, like green onions, hard boiled eggs. Mm-hmm noodles right you know whatever and just had like a ramen bar and then everyone hmm. just mixed up their own bowl like poured it. the like on it. it it was good it's we're gonna add it into our like meal rotation like yeah that. that sounds good mm-hmm. this is one food item uh look up the hayao miyazaki renderings there uh, it might be spirited away but there's there's one particular bowl of ramen that was awesome Oh yeah, they're like known for their their food, food rendering trails, aren't they? Like I mm-hmm. see that all the time. Yeah, so tasty looking. You know, I I don't think of ramen as being uh, an uh, an early morning food. I feel like it's got to be maybe later in the day. Just evening, only evening ramen for you. I, I think so. There are Michael. some foods that I can eat all day. Anytime, and they're delicious. Yeah, gummies are good. 
<laughs> You're right. Uh, Mike, I, I got a I got a question for you. You do. Which is it sounds like you were trying to pitch it to the draft, but are you forgetting the other thing? <laughs> that's, that's why I was like show. I was like I was like, Mike, you're getting ahead of yourself here. Uh because because we have other questions, specifically questions for the listeners, of which usually one person provides an answer. <laughs> Do we have the usual person? We, we do. So, okay. Uh, I'm going question and answer time, listeners. Uh, open, open invitation. Anyone else who listens answers a question, you can get a shout out. Until then, Jordan will continue to get the lion's share of the shout outs. At this point, I may need to make a new jingle, Jordan specific. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, Jordan's Jordan, and answer to answers. Oh, just, <laughs> just do the same thing, but replace question with Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, and answer time. Uh, this one is coming from our apocalypse draft. So that was the one that uh, Maeve was our special guest mm-hmm. and um, was was their topic. And uh, Maeve currently leading the poll two to one votes. For Ooh, who, who's episode. got the one? Uh, that would be me, and I believe that vote comes from Jordan based on this response. So the question that we had in this one um, was, uh, uh, well, <laughs> so this is interesting. So I said, if you weren't being randomly sorted, which of the selections from anyone's team would you choose? And uh, Jordan went with one of the apocalypses that was assigned to someone. So, what? so Michael, your pick for me may have backfired because apparently Jordan is all in for trying to find this house that takes care of him, even if there <laughs> has to be a nuclear apocalypse. Because his response was, a house that provides every single one of my needs? Yeah, I think I could forego human contact for a while. <laughs> so Jordan is like, you know what? No people plus... Uh, I can get this house that takes care of me. I'm in. Mike, Mike, you've screwed us again. <laughs> okay, uh, two points here. First of all, three points. Number one, Jordan, thanks for participating as always. Um, uh, number two, I quickly went to this episode and I accidentally, as I was scrolling, I voted for you, Paul. So it now shows 50 50. Um, no. No, it is not. Come back. You can't. Un- you, you figure Spotify would be like, do you want to change your vote? No, but you are locked in for life. That is your vote. Um, that's that's number two. Number three, I was hanging out with Justin tonight. Justin, who was on the pod once um, for the Father's Day draft. Um, he tried to vote on an episode, and he said it wouldn't let him do it on Spotify. Uh, which so, he, he was on the, the box office one for this year. And he said Check that it uh, it, uh, it would kept airing on him or something like that. Hmm. So maybe Jordan's got some sort of backdoor entry here, and everybody else is trying to comment and vote, and they just it, can't do it. It could be. It could just be something with the dates because when they switched over from Anchor hmm. to Spotify for podcasters, like the way I now have to like make the poll on the laptop and then go to the app and set the date. Because the only other op- you can't just set the poll to be open forever. 
you have to set an end date. So what I used to do is just set it for 2030. And the way the UI is set up now, you have to manually scroll, scroll through every month if you're not on the phone. On the phone, you can just type in a date. So, But it's hard to make the poll on the phone. So it's like, it's really unfortunate the way you have to do it now but um but uh so listeners one we need more answers to our questions and two we need someone to go to that episode and vote for Maeve. so (laughs) Maeve rightfully shows uh they're again they're leading in the the poll uh, as as they earn from the non-accidental votes Uh, (laughs) but uh, we'll have another question for you that goes with this episode. If you answer it, you can get a shout out. But that is this episode's question and answer time. I would like to point out to Jordan, though, that Disney's smart home did not work out well. <laughs> I remember that movie. So your plan is going to backfire, Jordan. Well, that sounds like something that you and Jordan might need to discuss at a at a nice diner, maybe over a, a cup of Joe and some greasy breakfast food. I feel like that's where the headiest conversations occur at a diner. That's right, and that's also where the conversation we're going to be having this evening is going to occur because today we are drafting breakfast foods. Not a lot that we need to introduce for this one. We are simply drafting five breakfast food items the one caveat that we decided on was that everybody gets eggs so all of these plates we can have two eggs any style i think at the end of the draft we'll tell you what style we're picking is what we said Uh, so two eggs any any style that we want with our plates but we are going to be drafting the five other breakfast items and we are including beverages so you may draft a beverage so uh, anything else I think we're going to have to finagle a little bit on like what counts as a block or, yeah. mm-hmm. a, you know, like a, a stolen yeah. food. I mean, I honestly, I think we got to turn steals off. I think everything's going to be stolen. I just don't think it's yeah. worth recording. Um, I think where we're going to get into some debate is, is that something different or is it not? Yeah. Here, here's, yeah, here's my question is there's a lot of breakfast items that can be eaten on their own, but then also, can be a component mm-hmm. in another common breakfast item. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, well, like, what do we do about, like, if, if I take a meat that's a common breakfast meat and then someone else takes, you know, a prepared item, does it have to, cho- do they have to choose a different meat? Mm. I was kind of, I, I, I think you, when somebody takes something, it's gone. That's kind of what I think. I think that's the only way that makes this hilarious. Um, okay. So, like, if yours, if you have some sort of dish that has an ingredient, um, you might end up with pickled herring on your biscuit instead, Paul. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I okay. would say if you have a dish that has things in it that's a conglomerate of things. Well, how about this? If you have a, like a a mixture of stuff that can't block anything in that mixture. But if you pick an item that's pretty static on its own, that blocks that it blocks from, it from, from being included in a mixture or being standalone. I think that's uh, good. That's so good that way, game. if you pick a mix, which is very advantageous because you get a little bit of everything, but you can't block all your ingredients in that mix. You know, that's right. So, and you're so. and you're 
you're also opening yourself up. We haven't done a lot of this, but it'd be like a retroactive block. You know, like you take a mixed item and then if I take the individual component <gasps> in the next round, that you're going to have to pitch your mixed item without that thing. I love it. So, it's yeah, what this- it's why we draft. Okay. This is why it- we do what we do. Michael hates it. <laughs> Cameron is excited. Okay. Well, I don't I don't hate it, but I feel like the person that loses their ingredient should be able to pick a substitute at that point. I can live with that. That makes so sense. I, yeah. And and I think um when we're talking about like a mixed component, like I'll you know, I'll just say, all right, let's take eggs benedict as an example right like i draft eggs benedict and then uh michael you know that's my number one pick <clears throat> michael is like you know what i just love canadian bacon right so that's my second pick and now i can't like i don't think i need to spe- i think i just say eggs benedict i don't need to specify the ingredients just a good eggs benedict and then when michael takes canadian bacon i now have to say okay well you know, you could make an eggs Benedict with sauce. You know, like by the end of the draft, I have to pitch what's in my eggs yes. Benedict based on what's left. Yeah, on, on I agree. Table. I agree. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So prioritize single items <laughs> is what I'm. You I'm could doing. single-handedly draft all the ingredients for eggs Benedict, <laughs> and then be guaranteed. <laughs> it's like I just went into this draft. I really wanted some Bennies, and um, <laughs> confident. Uh, so that's almost when I was trying to plan for this, I was wondering if that was going to be the approach. If we had to draft some like individually, that would well, eventually I, build I something because that's what we do with pizzas. Yeah, it's just the thing with pizzas is you can mix and match the toppings, right? And with this, I, with only five items, I think it, you know, like we could end up with some more anemic plates that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd almost have to be like, we're doing extra rounds and we just need to move quickly so that the draft doesn't take forever. I have a question about theme, I guess. So do you all want to draft all these items so that they go together? Are we trying to plate this or are we just trying to get our favorite breakfast foods? Yeah, I think you are serving this at your house for breakfast to your guests. Uh, Right, you I, got your I say, in town or something. Yeah, I I say you probably picture this like the fast food draft, which you know, like we made some plates that were probably more than any any of us would eat in like one sitting. Mm-hmm. But it's like you get presented all of this, so you can just eat from it what you right. like. This is what we're serving for breakfast. Yeah. What, what do you want to eat? Think of it as like a breakfast buffet line. Exactly. A terrible, terrible breakfast buffet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I can live with that. All right. So I think. Now uh, that we're 20 minutes in. Right. We're ready to go. I think that's probably probably all we need to sort of cover. I have randomized the draft order. I have the number one pick. Michael with the second pick, Cameron with the back-to-back picks. And I was telling Michael in in pre-production, I'm not sure I'm a fan of the number one pick on this one. Uh, kind of jealous of Michael with that that number two spot because I feel like he can respond yeah. that number to what two we're taking right. yeah. on either side. That, I mean, it's going to take you four picks to, to react to, to something. 
Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, so I, I'm trying to decide my best move here. And I think I'm just going to, that's the problem is I could easily lose out on like an entire category of yeah. things by the mm-hmm. time it gets back to me. But I think I'm just going to, with the number one pick here, go with uh, probably the most memeable breakfast food, the breakfast food that is very versatile, um, especially if we're talking single <laughs> items, right? This could take it take out of many items that utilize it. I'm just mm. going to go bacon. Saffron. Interesting. Sa- interesting saffron. Bacon. Yes. I love me some saffron. And eggs. Uh, <laughs> saffron on two hard-boiled eggs that's uh that's what i eat every morning okay uh, paul's going bacon i'm going so bacon back gotcha yeah and now i'm worried about again like i said there's there's many like full categories that you guys could clear out with your four picks but bacon great on its own great on sandwiches and other items that put breakfast meats inside of them so that this is you know sort of going on offense against some some maybe you know combined items later on and you get the bonus of the bacon grease when you prepare it which there are other breakfast foods that work well cooked in that bacon grease so well i'm about to draft bacon grease so try cooking your bacon without (laughs) grease upon it bacon that doesn't (laughs) produce any grease (laughs) um now this is a this is i think this is a, a this is a good pick. It's it's kind of chalk, but it's legitimate. Um, yeah, I think you'll your the audience will appreciate the bacon. I'm I'm one of those rare persons that I was never gung ho about bacon um, outside of breakfast, especially. I'm not a big bacon guy. In breakfast, I like it, but for me, it's pretty net neutral for the other meats. Like I kind of they're kind of all on the same level for me. Gotcha. I'm not I was never one of those person that was all like, oh, I gotta get some bacon. But I've acknowledged over the years that that's just the world we live in. People love bacon. <laughs> like it's not that they're I am the weird one. Um, so I think I think the audience is gonna like this pick. This was the number one on the list that I saw, Paul. Okay, the, the yeah, I'm not surprised that it would rank number one um you know uh so my kids can put down a lot of bacon um there are some meals where like that's all they'll eat our youngest daughter one of her favorite foods is just to get a plate of bacon with some ketchup on it just dip the bacon oh. in the ketchup <laughs> so, but uh how best, can you allow that uh because otherwise she just screams <laughs> for a very long time um so one of the best purchases that I've made in terms of like a home purchase is uh, we got up here. We couldn't bring our grill with us initially. My parents have since brought it up to us since we got here. Um, but with no grill, I went and bought one of those Blackstone griddles at Walmart. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, I mean, you know, you can cook two packs of bacon in five minutes. Told, like just mm. lay it out, cook it, done, instead of slowly preparing three pieces of bacon at a time on a, on a stovetop or okay something. quick quick question here do you ever use the oven have you ever actually baked the bacon yes i have i have done the oven and i find sometimes it's hard to get it right at the perfect spot and i like the crispiness better when it when it cooks up in its its own fat a little bit but i i do like the oven uh 
if I'm making a lot of it and I don't have something like the griddle. How crispy do you like your bacon? I am. Uh, my family is like a so crispy. It's it's like burnt level crispy mm-hmm. um or my my like parents grandmother i don't like it that much i like it uh fairly firm and and uh but not to the point where like all the fat is off of it you need a little bit of that fat for flavor uh, i'm just stalling for time here because cameron is frozen and clearly was in the middle of making a point but we have uh we have lost him but the blackstone the griddle uh, I, we use it all the time now. It's great. And one of the best things about it is if you like marinate food on it, you can just dump it straight on there, right? Like if you dump it on a grill, it's going to go in between the grill and, um, uh, you know, let, land on top of the burners and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the Blackstone, you can just dump it on there with the marinade. It cooks a little bit more in it and it smells amazing. I don't like you get all the smells of the marinade. Um, one of our favorite ways to do chicken is just take some chicken and put it in a bag with some zesty Italian dressing, mm-hmm. let it marinate in that, and then just dump that on the grill. And it's like one of the best smells. So it sounds like this would be a really nice sponsor for us to have. I Yeah, there's, there's, there's two cooking products we have, the Blackstone, and then we have the Cuisinart like countertop convection oven. Mm-hmm. I would sing the praises of both of those things for as long as uh, they would, which I guess is not good motivation for them to sponsor us because I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of times if they know you love their product, they might be prone to send you something new to try out. That's true. That's so true. That might be. That might be uh, a possibility in the future. I am clo- I am close to your parents in how crispy I like my bacon, but oh, yeah. it cannot taste burnt though. Mm-hmm. It's, it, the, it, it starts to change flavor. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I do that. like it pretty crispy. Right, Cameron, I, I feel like you were about to sing the praises of the baked bacon before we lost you. Well, I mean... I'm sure the audience knows your answer, so I won't ask you to repeat it again. But uh, I love that you can do a lot of strips in the oven and that you do not have the grease mess on your stovetop. And you can use your burners to do a lot of things. Because when I cook a big breakfast on the weekend, I have a lot of things on the plate. So I got to use all those burners. Using one for uh, bacon, it really just takes up space. Um, so, so I like I'm an advocate of the of the oven baked bacon. Some of our friends were telling us a story about bacon grease, and so when it's in a pan, you can't just throw it hot into anything. You can't put it down the sink, right? So, oh, right, they, yeah. they let it sit in the pan and cool, and they would typically do this overnight. Well, they weren't communicating with each other about who was cleaning the pan, and they just thought the other person was cleaning it. And then they started to notice that their cat was getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so the cat was there. eating all and the grease tonight. And then they, about six months later, the cat died. <laughs> so uh, I, I, you heard it here, folks. Cats endorse my number one pick. Hardly. <laughs> 
uh, Louise. Michael, <laughs> uh, yeah, Michael, do you have any uh, cat-friendly picks here for your first-round pick? So I am trying to figure out if I want to do this as a solo item or in combination with something. I think I am going to take sausage here. I think that's the closest counter to bacon that I have, and it could be prepared in many ways. I've added it into dishes, so I, I like the versatility that it has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, with the cooking in grease, it you know it's nice to have that sausage flavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a good pick here. Um, like I said, my meats are pretty much on par, so I like a good sausage mike you're not beholden to lock yourself into anything here but what do you like do you like patties do you like links um what's your what's your go-to do you like crumble what what do you what are you into i am not opposed to any of those if the patty is made sort of like the bacon and done to a point where it's almost getting crispy at the edges Sometimes that's really nice texturally, mm -hmm. especially if you've got other more liquid items on your plate. So uh, I will say that for now, but I, okay. I do like links as well. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all good. Yeah. All good. I think we do have to lock you guys in here. Are you, you're doing pork, right? Oh yes. I, yeah. 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 Oh, if you want to take Turkey bacon, be my guest and pitch that to the listeners. <laughs> You're better off just having like a slice of deli turkey than trying right. to eat turkey bacon. Just get bacon grease and then chunk some thinly sliced turkey into it and uh, see what comes out. Mm -hmm. I have bought the vegan sausage from Walmart and I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I, I try to do it, some of the stuff like that. Um, nothing really comes that close, but during the week, I don't mind eating stuff like that. It's still flavorful. It's it's not going to be greasy like sausage. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't quite have that same flavor profile, but it's good. And you kind of have to go into it thinking, you know, I'm not eating the exact same thing. I think especially if you're putting it like on a biscuit or something, you know, it's maybe got some sauce, then yeah, it, it works. Texturally, it's, it's pretty close. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Cameron, uh, two meats off the board, but as, as you said, you find meats to be pretty fungible. So <laughs> what are you going with here? We should teach like a vocab class. <laughs> that, I mean, Paul, honestly, though, you work the word fungible into our pod, not talking about what most people are using. Um. That's so, the next t-shirt. Fungible meats. What's on draft? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to take something that uh, it's kind of a must when I make a breakfast or I eat a breakfast. I got to know this is on the plate. I'm going to take potatoes. Um, mm. I got to get some potatoes, whether they're, you know, um, shredded hash browns or diced. Um but I, I gotta have some potatoes. They can really just add some volume to your to your meal. Um, yeah. Hash browns, I guess you could call them. This can be 
as diverse as eggs in the way they're prepared. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really. Uh, I don't have to really commit to anything just knowing that I have potatoes available right now. Yeah. I'm a big fan of hash browns, especially like diner hash browns. I've I found at home what whatever instructions they put on the package is a lie. You know, they're like brown, like toast for five minutes, flip it five minutes. They're never crispy. It's always way longer than what it says on the on the frozen hash browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I like hash browns. I like a, a potatoes O'Brien. Um, yeah, I like I like lots of potato. What's your favorite hash brown style, though? I think if I'm at, oh boy, okay. I think kind of at home, I like just some 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 diced cube potatoes with a little bit of of onion and tomato. Um, mm. um, yeah, maybe maybe some some bell pepper or something, but probably just onion and tomato mixed in there. If I'm out and about, I do like the diner style um, kind of shredded hash browns um, with various ingredients, but I like that. But then at some like some real kind of like country diner, you know, salt of the the earth type place. I like some like some some big home style, you know, taters, you know, big big chunks of potato, you know. Otherwise, I, I like the little uh, cubes, little dice cubes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I, fan. I, I also like. I also like the. I don't care what anybody says. I can eat a good three quarters of a McDonald's hash brown thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I little, think they're puck. yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah. yeah, I like when restaurants have the mini rounds. The fast oh, food, like I, rounds. That's, yeah. I do not like the mini rounds. I feel like I'm eating a tater tot and you don't want to get me on my high horse about tater tots. That's <laughs> that's society trying to cheap you, cheat you out of a side. That's what I think that is. Uh, so, so I'm not I'm not a big Chick-fil-A uh, breakfast guy because of those side, those little hash browns they oh, give you. No, I, you got to go Chick-fil-A. If we were doing straight fast food breakfast draft i'm going chick-fil-a number one well i mean chick-fil-a's got the, the, the it's got the quality on the chicken side i mean nobody can touch the chicken breakfast stuff obviously but um i like i like the chick-fil-a rounds better than the chick-fil-a waffle fries hot take yeah i'm hot not take fan, I'm, I'm that's not a hot take man they're not high quality fries man they really aren't oh some people are are really wild about something it. Oh my God. the last time i had chick-fil-a last few times the fries had gone down in quality. they've stopped like cooking them enough they're good uh, if they're crispy yes. but uh, I, they hardly ever come out crispy anymore that's exactly what it was they were all soggy hey y'all remember when fast food restaurants had these enormous size fries do you remember like you mm-hmm. can go get like the biggie like or the, the great biggie yeah, yeah the super size it's like it's like they had they had the small medium large then a big one and then a bigger one this is all before the health concern. They sort of brought that back because now a lot of places will sell like a basket of fries, oh, but right, they just. Right. I mean, but now it's it's not marketed as this is your fries for your combo. Right. It's like right. Share. <laughs> <laughs> but but to, I I wonder if that's they market it that way. But also they're like, but we know mm. if you just really want a lot of French fries, there you go. it's that's back on the menu, boys. That's what I did. <laughs> We need to make a sketch about that. It's just like, this one's for you. We're bringing it back. Bring it back. Uh, well, Cameron, why don't you bring us back to the second round? Turkey bacon still on the table. 
I'm gonna hold off to the third round for that one. Um, right. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. This first round went just kind of how I thought it would go, but now I it, this is where it opens up. Um, yeah, I, this one is gonna. Uh, I think this one could really change my pick a lot. I think I can weather almost any storm, <laughs> except I I can't lose the meat. So I'm gonna have to go with with ham or Canadian bacon. I just cannot afford to lose um out on getting a, 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 a meatless. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I feel like you've coined you've coined a new catchphrase for yourself. <laughs> I feel like every draft you need to work in, I can weather almost. I can any weather storm. this. I can weather almost any storm. <laughs> All right, somebody meme that for me, would you? <laughs> so Paul's got fungible. <laughs> I'm weathering a storm. Mike, mm-hmm. wait, waiting for. We'll we'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we got we got to launch that merch store, and get those get those t-shirts <laughs> rolling out. So, uh, so okay, with ham, ham, ham I, we can take the big Canadian bacon slice. Um, I can take a thicker ham and dice it into cubes. I can mix it with the potatoes. I can mix it with the eggs. I've got a lot of options here. Now, this ham, ham is where uh, I sort of part ways with the pig. You know, oh, really? Now, I'll say this: I like ham a lot if it's in like a breakfast sandwich. But I don't like just a piece of ham. With oh, really? Breakfast. Oh, I'm not, I'm not I used to love to get the, the the whatever the plate at Crackle Barrel, and I'd be like, "Give me that country ham country with the ham. bone in," you know. I'm like the the Uncle Uncle Herschel special, <laughs> the country ham. It's salted <laughs> ham, right? Yeah, salt. Mm. Yeah, that's tasty. I feel like that kind goes better with breakfast food than than like a sweet ham, like a honey baked. Yeah. I've had both, but I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a lot of a lot of meat off the board. Then now there. So now when you say, you know, you wanted to make sure. Now you're saying you just want to make sure you had the more typical breakfast meats, or you're worried we would take remaining meat options because there there are some other ways you could go. Yeah, you scared me with that. Uh, no, I wanted a meat. I wanted a generic meat. You know, I don't want somebody coming to Cameron's Diner and being like, "Hey, I just need a breakfast." It's like, "Can I get you know two eggs with some bacon?" Oh, we ain't got no bacon. Oh, can I get two eggs with sausage? We ain't got no sausage. Oh, well, just give me the Canadian bacon and the ham. It's like, "That's why we ain't got no ham." They're like, what do you got? Like, oh, well, we have um, we have you know, what I don't know, yeah, you know, chicken cutlets. It's like, what the heck are you talking about? You know, so I, I needed I needed to go generic here before I really flare out. And you scare me with your eggs Benedict. You know, who knows if you're gonna do a little eggs eggs Bennies on and then with bacon on the side? I don't know. That's right. Well, now I just got to put the bacon on the Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh... I think we're still we're still uh, none of us have gone too creative so far, but I think that's all right. Michael, you are up for this round. I think I'm going to take a personal favorite here, uh, and it pairs well with the sausage. I'm going to go with biscuits and gravy. I like that. Uh, yeah, black with the rare gravy. the rare pick that's allowed to be two ingredients because they are so. Um, 
they are so a part of each other, you know. Little thing here, right? I, I did not grow up eating biscuits and gravy. I, I didn't really even know what they were until I was in college, probably. Um, probably because I, I didn't, when I was at a sleepover, just by chance, we never had biscuits and gravies. It was always like French toast or pancakes or something. So I never really even knew about the concept of biscuits and gravies. We never had them at my house. Hmm. I don't know why. But I just um, am surprised you didn't encounter them like Cracker Barrel or something. Yeah, but when you think about like um, a young person, you know, somebody in their teens, um, breakfast is not something you have socially. Right, that's something you tend to get dragged to by your family. Like we were, mm -hmm. I was never calling Paul on Saturday morning, going, "Hey, Paul, where are we going to breakfast?" You know, that was never it. We were always going to, to lunches and dinners, not not breakfast. So, just there was no exposure there. But boy, when I first had the biscuits and gravy, let me tell you, <laughs> it was like looking into the eyes of God and seeing <laughs> Him smile back at you, saying, "You are my most wondrous creation." Uh, it's just unbelievable so i'm a huge fan late late to the party but i'm an advocate um there's a funny youtube channel what's well, not funny where they give these uh prep school english boys american food to try mm -hmm. out. I, was just, they, I was just about to reference this because i watched it like two days ago dude they did it and all of them are all like number one gravy is like brown gravy to them and biscuits are cookies and they're like yeah. what this sounds terrible then they see it and they're like this looks terrible and every single one of them was like this is amazing yeah this is well, the they, best thing i've ever eaten all, all of them were like that's a that's a scone and then the people presenting it to him was like no it, it, it it's texturally different than a scone and they were like no i it, it's a look at it it's a scone and then they tried it and they were like oh it's not a scone it's me. um yeah and it was it was uh some of them tried to be like very like you know um like have have some pride in britain and be like oh, it's all right but we got good food and then others others were just like no british breakfast is terrible this is we need this i was about to bring up british breakfast when you were talking about your child eating ketchup with bacon <laughs> that is getting close to the baked beans with yeah, beans on toast yes <laughs> beans on toast yeah uh yeah i just saw some pictures of uh like british chinese food and it's like so take a plate and it's got a few like if you were to go to like a panda or something right you get like a general so's chicken and some chow mein and some egg rolls like a few typical kind of like chinese food like that mm -hmm. and then a big helping of french fries and then they just poured a brown curry over the entire plate like just covered everything in the same sauce and it it looked horrendous why? Wow. Why do they do this? You know, that's that's an interesting concept that I really should. It's hard when you travel abroad. You want to eat the local cuisine, but there mm -hmm. would be something interesting about going internationally and eating their, <laughs> their version, version of an international dish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that would be really um, well interesting they, perspective. They also had the Great British Bake Off episode with Mexican food. Did you guys see that? I did not no. see that one. It, it was literally like an international controversy because like it was offensive how like one of them was like uh they were making guacamole but they didn't even they said like guacamole Wait, but are they baking well 
I, I haven't, well, I've only seen clips, but okay. one of them was like, okay, I'm making this thing with avocados because it's like Mexico week. Okay. And they peeled the avocado like a potato. Like with, <laughs> oh, like with a peeler. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> Did it, does it peel like that? <laughs> I mean, not well. <laughs> it's a pretty rough method. Uh, oh. But yeah, it was, um, they, they, yeah, it, pe- people talked about it for like weeks when this episode aired. And um, if you like Google Great British Bake Off, one of you know Google will have those like other people ask like autofill questions. One of them is like, "Has Great British Bake Off apologized for the Mexico <laughs> episode?" <laughs> oh my goodness! Not a show that you would think of as needing to apologize. <laughs> you like put out the apology statement. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I am a fan of how this has turned out for me because um, I was worried taking a meat first that you guys would take some of the non-meat items off the board and potentially block me out of some other common categories. Uh, And I get my pick here of two common ones and uh, that kind of go together, right? And people are a little divided on them. And I'm going to go with my favorite out of the two, which is the waffle. Mm. big fan of the waffle because of i think just the versatility of the toppings you can put on it um i'm a big fan if i stay at a restaurant and they've got the um the the little waffle making thing where you know you fill it up and flip it over and you get like a giant waffle that you can eat maybe half of but uh it's still great so i'm uh, i'm a big fan of waffles and all their various toppings and um, can be versatile even with like you know like chicken and waffles and things that you're maybe putting some savory stuff on there or just making savory waffles. I've had a sweet potato waffle that's good, so you can really mix it up with the waffle. Um, so I am a fan of that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I'm a fan of waffles. Paul, you make them at home? I do make them at home. We got a waffle maker. Okay, I have a waffle maker. I've never used it. Um, you know, I, you know what my frustration is? The buttering. I can't stand trying to butter those little trap squares. <laughs> I just, I can't, you, I can't. You got to get, uh, you got to get a butter crock. So then you just have soft butter on the counter and then it spreads easy and just melts on there. Oh, okay. Well, what do you mean? Uh, so a, okay, a butter crock. Have, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I have yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I, guess, yeah. I, guess I just haven't tried it at home. I don't know. You got to, yeah, uh, the, the butter crock, great invention. If you don't know what it is, you basically fill a top part with butter and then you put it, it's got a bottom part with a little water to make a seal and you put the top part in and it keeps the butter like soft and room temperature, but the seal stops it from going bad. So then it lasts for like a couple of weeks. you got like soft butter available, but it's great for toast and waffles and things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a, uh, I, I like the texture of waffles. I like that you're, maybe it's about the surface area, the way it's cooking, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a nice structural food for your plate, Paul. You can, you can build around a waffle. <laughs> and it's, it's hefty with the bacon. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good pair, I think with that little sweet sweet and salty action going on here now i got i i I wanted to mention something when camera's talking about not coming around to 
biscuits and gravy till later. At the top of the episode, I was trying to get at, I can eat breakfast food any time of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that you all didn't go out to like IHOP or Village Inn or something at like 11 at night and encounter breakfast foods like biscuits. Oh, I, I would do that regularly. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, like I, that was I, that was pretty popular. I don't recall doing that, except I do remember after football games, a mm. lot of people would go to the diners mm -hmm. um, and get and get food. But it was more to hang out, I'm not really, you know, focus on uh, videos. But I do remember doing that. Gotcha. We, we went to like Denny's after a debate tournament once. And it took, I think, over two hours to get our food because oh there were so gosh. many like high school kids. Sounds about right. Uh, and then we were IHOP exclusive after that. I'm uh, I'm uh, we might have talked about this at the end of the pod, but uh, when it comes to your chain diners, I'm a Village Inn man. I'm proud to oh, say it. I love Village Inn. Proud to say it to the we, day I die. No, no Village Inn here, just an IHOP. But we got a local diner that's really good. Oh, that's so, always. I mean, local is always the best. But. Yeah, yeah. How widespread is Village Inn? I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elena grew up with Perkins as her Perkins, chain. Yeah. Yeah, they had Perkins cool. in Nebraska. I remember. So. All right. Uh, so you know, sometimes um, you like develop. Uh, like a like a phrase that you adopt into your lexicon, like based on something random. So Elena and I have one that we do. Uh, so we we got really into for a while the Great Food Truck Race on Food Network, and yeah. um, there was one season where they had a waffle truck. So they made waffles, and you could get either different toppings, or they made some like sandwiches with waffles, right? So you had like uh, all these different awful, and they were. Um, they were, they were like these three Mormon guys and they had like huge facial hair and they were just kind of like wacky. Uh, so we liked them, but there was one episode where they were frantically trying to sell a few more dishes on the street. And one of them ran past the camera. And as he was like running past the camera to go talk to customers, he just goes, waffles and like as he's like running up to this group of people so now we just like to say waffles every, you know sometimes for our own amusement did they look like they had escaped from under the banner of heaven uh no they looked like hipsters like they they had like curled mustaches and like big glasses and okay, you know, okay. they were they were fantastic okay small Tangent off of the tangent. <laughs> it's called a tangent square. Uh, I watched Banner of Ham Banner of Heaven. What um, was not did not love it. I thought it was very mm -hmm. mediocre. Uh, Holly really talked it up. She thought it was really good, and it just uh, Elena, it kinda, Elena did too. It kind of landed flat for me. So I don't I've, know if you guys have seen it, but I've uh, watched I've watched all but the last episode. Because we were watching it together, and then I went out of town, and Elena was like, "Can I finish the show?" And then you watched the final episode later because I really want to see it, and I was like, "Sure, yeah." But then when I didn't have that motivation of us like watching it together, I just like yeah. haven't like well, taken the time to, to finish. That's it. the sign of not a great show. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I did, and I am okay with a slow burning show. I am too. I thought it landed flat. I really thought the ending was um just kind of rolled out. Like it didn't it didn't really 
come to like a real climax. It felt was very. It, uh, it, wasn't it based on real events? I mean, so was Saving Private Ryan, but talk about a, a good third act, you know? I mean, <laughs> come on. You know, sometimes it, so, you got to take the liberty. It was based on true events, but uh, Andrew Garfield didn't exist in real life. They like made him up as a POV character. Just so. the, just the way <laughs> in the universe where this event happened, there was no Andrew was Garfield. No Andrew. The actor Andrew Garfield wasn't. <laughs> no wonder nobody said, "Hey, you look just like Andrew Garfield." I was wondering what, the whole time. If, if we ever had like a production company, I think that's we should insist on having weird things like, okay, this is set in a universe that's identical to ours except Vin Diesel doesn't exist. And like in the background, you just see like promos for Fast and Furious, but it's starring like Jim Carrey. Jim, it's just someone, uh, you know, it's just uh, Dave yeah. Bautista is in just the main character of all the Fast it's, and Furious. But it's called films. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's, got, he's got a beef with The Rock. Everybody's talking about it. People just drop hints throughout the movie. Like, yeah, I went yeah. to see triple x starring chris pine ice, 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 cube. Yeah, ice cube did all of them <laughs> ice cube did, yeah <laughs> and uh uh i just people have to guess what's the one thing that we changed in the universe for the setting of this movie yeah all right that was a nice double <laughs> tangent on the round three paul maybe like some, a triple so, or quadruple paul, I'm, I'm coming up to diner paul here and i've got I said, give me, give me your best plate. Give me your standard. Right now, you're serving me some bacon and waffles. So That's not right. bad, not bad. But pretty good. What else you got? And eggs, gonna, of course. You haven't told me how you're cooking my eggs yet. <laughs> That's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> they come covered, and you got to open the cloche, and then you get you get what you get. Uh, uh, call it the Russian egglet. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna go with maybe a risk here. I'm going to take a beverage off the table, but I'm not going to take, I guess, maybe uh, the first beverage a lot of people are going to think of when they think of breakfast uh, because I'm a big brunch fan. So I'm going to go mm -hmm. with the brunch staple and take the mimosa. Oh, the mimosa. That is the first drink that I thought would go. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think uh, you know, if you were just looking at a ranking, coffee and OJ might be up there. O OJ sans alcohol might be up there but i'm a big fan of the mimosa and i especially like places where they mix up i mean i like the standard mimosa but i like when places will mix up the options because my oh, yeah. personal favorite's a grapefruit mimosa oh that sounds lovely that sounds better actually now that i'm thinking about it um so uh, yeah this this might be early for a drink but i don't like the four picks coming off the board after me um, and I feel like I could maybe fill in on the back end some other things, but I wanted to make sure I had this on my team, mm -hmm. so I'm going to take it here. Interesting. I'm not a huge mimosa fan. I mean, they're I'm another thing that's super popular. Um, it just, I feel like I'm drinking it for the champagne, and the orange juice is just along for the ride. Um, so, but I'll tell you what I do like. I do like the, um, I think it's called a poinsettia, but it's the champagne and um, cranberry juice. Mm -hmm. which i drink in the holidays actually uh thanksgiving and christmas for breakfast uh, but yeah, uh, so I do, I do like breakfast with sparkling um you know wine so 
my next just question was going to be how much do you like orange juice on its own you know what that might I liked be it. the problem I, another backstory for the audience who don't care about my history but <laughs> i liked orange juice as a kid because i didn't drink milk in any form and uh, so orange juice was like my the only thing to drink at breakfast when people were like, what do you want to drink? It was like milk. And I was like, no, okay, well, orange juice, there you go. Um, and then I soured on it. But then in my later years, which I'm considering these my later years, um, I've kind of gone back to it. So I like I like a small glass of OJ with my breakfast pretty, pretty often. If, if you could go any juice for breakfast, would it be OJ or would you go just straight juice? Nothing mixed in, just. Yeah, you, you got to go OJ. You got to go OJ. If, yeah. if you're I, not allowing anything added, added orange juice. Yeah. yeah orange I like juice. orange juice, but I found, again, I'm thinking about like the hotel breakfast. Uh, I like when they've got the apple juice. That's like the only time I do it is at a hotel, but I like the really cold apple juice when they've got that up there with the, with the other options. There's something about apple juice and, and it's, I guess the marketing of it, it, I can't dissociate it from being, a very small child. Yeah, it, it definitely is. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's the little juice boxes that you see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I have uh, a lot of the places have gone to honest apple juice boxes, the honest brand. And uh, our kids are not wild about them. They much it, prefer Minute Maid, but most places is it are. Like, is it less sugar? What, what is honest? I think, uh, yeah, I think there is. It's like less sugary so it's a little more sour and, um, and so the children yeah the children are not into it prefer, they, want, yeah. they want minute made the sweet the sweet stuff but what you gonna do but, uh first lady michelle obama is starting up a health food company and i think it's called plezzy and mm -hmm. that's one of their first uh things that they're going to release is is like a non-fructose juice uh so capri capri suns just switched to doing monk fruit for a sugar substitute it's not all monk fruit it's like 30 percent less sugar and then they replace that sugar with monk fruit which is something that people commonly use as like a sweetener like a natural sweetener uh, but i do not like our kids will still drink it fine, but I used to be like, if there was a leftover Capri Sun, you know, I'd, I'd drink a Capri Sun pouch. Oh, I'm not yeah. a fan now. Really? Not a fan. Wow. Yeah. So I got the name right. It is Plezzy, Plezzy Nutrition. Plezzy. Mm -hmm. Remember when everyone was like, Michelle Obama's trying to ruin lunches? That's right. <laughs> Get them healthy. Uh, but we, we had already were, had. They were so great before. They were. <laughs> just top of the line well we had already lived through uh mike huckabee trying to ruin school lunches so we didn't good old good old huckabee making the making them remove the vending machines from our high school um, well first they went to just diet like that's all you could get they were like oh these kids are drinking too much soda so all you could get was diet coke diet dr pepper that's how like they are diet now, like diet gatorade was an option <laughs> And then the the vending machine, they tried to do like the snacks with just like granola or trail mix, and nobody, I I don't remember who it was. There was somebody who just started like a black market. Like they would just buy the big box of candy bars 
and be like, if you want a snack, it's like, you know, a dollar fifty. I'll give you a candy bar at the lunchroom mm-hmm. out of the backpack. And teachers were like upset about it. So he he had to do it real covert. Like you like you couldn't get caught with this big box of candy bars. Paul, you're unlocking core memories. <laughs> it was actually Michael. That was his first foray into <laughs> into entrepreneurship they used to call him black market michael <laughs> it does not roll off the tongue <laughs> black market michael. no we were we were really bad at nicknames in high school that's why the the venture did not last <laughs> all right mike all right. you are up now you got your sausage yeah, what, what, biscuits and gravy here um what black market item are you gonna add to it this is getting a little tricky because I've got something that's very starchy with my biscuits. So it's hard to just go all in on starches. It's true, but if there's a meal that people go starch heavy, it's breakfast. True. And you've got the eggs. But you do have to worry, are you feeding your people in a manner that they'll die earlier and then nobody will be at your house for breakfast? Cameron, I, I don't, th- well, so since I guess this is a personal buffet at our houses, we would worry, but I was going to say, I don't think businesses operate that way anymore. You would think that they would want to retain their <laughs> customers, but they don't <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, I guess, and I've had plenty of time to think about it too. You've had two tangents in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just totally focused t- on our tangents. Been tangent inception happening. Yeah, I think I'm going to take. How how specific do we have to get with these? Throw it out. Because your camera drafted just potatoes. So okay. The more specific you get, the more you open it to somebody kind of piggybacking off it. That that's kind of how i think about it okay but I'll you can't draft it. something that you're going to use and then you turn it into something drastically different you know mm-hmm. oh one question i did have earlier are we separating out sauces i know i got gravy but i mean like if you like with potatoes specifically uh there's a sauce that i like with them would you need to draft that as its own thing i i think if it's not commonly paired with it like biscuits and gravy go together Mm -hmm. there are certain combined items where the sauce is part of that item so i think you can take that but if it's like most people don't do this but i like it then i think you have to do it separate okay if that if that tracks yeah i don't know i can't really think of an example so we'll have to just play this out yeah i don't want to give it away because no just go ahead giving you a taste okay just text it to me and i won't tell paul (laughs) i'm gonna take a pancake here oh the pancake yeah it's a good pick it's a good um safe pick paul's got the waffle Mm -hmm. you gotta get the pancake um you know it's easier to make it's easier to make it's easier to butter, no matter what Paul says. Um, no matter if you have the butter softener three thousand, um, it's still easier to butter the pancake. Um, I love a good pancake. It's kind of a 
it's a it's a go-to for us on the weekends um mm-hmm. definitely making some pancakes um so i think it's a it's a really good really good pick there's something satisfying about stacking them too and then using that fork and cutting through multiple layers yeah, man back in the day i used to be able to eat a short stack i can't even really eat a short stack anymore you know who eats who eats a tall stack who can <laughs> do that who can eat that like like what is it like five pancakes like well, i don't even know what it is but i mean they, they'd have to be like silver dollar pancakes you know um, <laughs> you know what i like to do i like to be in a culture and call the pancake something else so down here i like to call them flapjacks all the time all the time when i'm around people who call them flapjacks i call them like pancakes or griddle cakes you know i just like to mess with people that way does that make me kind of evil <laughs> So something you said earlier made me wonder if you're just a contrarian and that kind of confirms it. <laughs> you, know, you know what I love to do? I like to go to pizza places and I, I like to ask them, hey, what's the most popular pie y'all got? You know, because I think of a pizza pie, like a pie. Mm-hmm. That's what they called it in New Jersey. It was like, you know, how many pies do you want? And people look at me kind of backwards. So now I just, I like, I like lean into it. I lean into it now. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we're looking to get a couple pies. Which ones do you recommend? They're like, well, you're going to have to go to Village Inn. We ain't got no pies here, just pizza. So. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I want is to one day uh, go to Japan. First of all, just to visit Japan. We've talked about this before on the Bucket List episode. Uh, but they have like the big fluffy like cloud pancakes. Hmm. Um, which just look so appealing. Like they're they're thick, but they're really light, so they're just kind of like jiggly. Oh wow. Those yeah. Look good. They look uh, and I've oh you know we've done one sort of you can do one in like um a pressure cooker where you don't even really cook it, like you basically pressurize it, depressurize it yeah, with what's pancake the... batter in, in the bottom, and it comes out like a pancake cake. Is that how they're making them or how do they make them? No, they, uh, they just, there's something with the way they, I think they just like aerate the batter. I'm not entirely sure, but they don't use a pressure cooker. Like they cook them and they look like, I would like to go have someone who's an expert at making them just make me. Dude, these are good. These are good. You've, you've kind of, you've kind of written what my research will be for the next couple (laughs) breakfasts on the weekend. That, I mean, J- Japan, uh, Japan, I think is sneaky because they've also got these egg, this egg dish they do where it comes out like it's an omelet, but it kind of comes out shaped like a football, but the inside is still really creamy and mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. scoop rice, put it down on top of rice and then cut it. And then like all the egg cream like comes out and gets in the rice mm-hmm. and it looks fantastic. And I've watched a video of someone making one. It was like an old Japanese guy trying to teach like a YouTube chef how to make one. And it's all just like they just the way they put it in the pan and they just use chopsticks and then they can just flip it and like whip it with the chopsticks and make it into this little pouch. And it's so satisfying. It like pops open. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I like I want to spend just like a Saturday just trying to do this. But I would waste so many eggs in my attempts to learn the mm. technique. I saved a video I saw of someone expertly doing that paul it was amazing just to to fold it and fold it and fold it to cook it well enough to seal up that pocket was amazing yeah yeah and it's so satisfying when it's just like so japan sneaky sneaky good breakfast country 
Okay. I, I Googled the, the cloud pancakes and it says souffle pancake recipe. So maybe yeah. it's akin to a souffle. Yeah. Gosh, they look good though. Yeah, they're so satisfying looking. Do you think I could learn it between now and tomorrow morning? <laughs> give, like it a, I, give it a shot. Like, if I practice all night. I was going to say, if we do live <laughs> in the matrix, you can just download this. Holly just comes into the kitchen and you're like, you're like, you know, like, <laughs> like eyes are like bright red and you're just, you got like two pans. You're like, I'm going to make some cloud pancakes. <laughs> you're just covered in flour. <laughs> She's just like, what happened on the pod last night? The podcast has ruined our lives. <laughs> it's a good pick, Mike. Good pick. Yeah. Yeah. This and this is what I was I was afraid that I would take bacon and then you two would take pancakes and waffles and I would be in Cameron's position. So Cameron, you get to be a little uh I mean there's there's some other options. I just feel like they're not as universal. So yeah. are you going to go with one of those or something else? Yeah, no, I'm not because I think there are a couple more options and you're right. They're kind of on a tier, um, you know, a little bit below, but there's enough options that I feel like I could grab one of them. So I'll probably leave whatever my sweet thing is until the end. Um, oh man, gosh, I'm going to buy me some time. I'm going to buy me some time. Station. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and take the coffee. You know, I just, I think too many people want coffee with their breakfast. Um, I, I drink tea in the morning, but on the weekend I will. If if somebody's making me breakfast, you know, I'll ask. I'll go ahead and have them pour me a cup of coffee. And nothing like getting to a diner or a breakfast place and putting in your order and saying, "I'll take a cup of coffee." And they just come back and they refill it and they refill it. I mean, <sighs> nothing like a cup of coffee in the morning with a good breakfast. So. I think there's probably some people who would be like, I don't care if I hate the rest of your team. I have to have coffee. Yeah. So you could, you could win a few votes like defensively that way by having coffee. Hmm. But you have also ruled out a good number of people that believe that uh, imbibing caffeine is sinful. This is true. Those Mormon waffle truck operators are not going to come by. First of all, first of all, they're going to be like, well, you hate waffles and you're trying to give us caffeine. Uh, first of all, Michael, I drafted coffee and I get all coffees, including decaffeinated coffee. It's still, so. caffeine. It's still caffeine. It just has less. But I, I, I am with you that coffee is a staple and a good coffee can vastly improve a meal and poor coffee can really bring it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'm not a not a coffee drinker myself as i mentioned earlier but i think uh there would probably like if you got another group of three people doing a draft like this i feel like there's a good chance coffee goes a lot earlier than this like i feel like there's some groups of people that coffee would have been like the number one overall pick like i have mm -hmm. got to make sure i'm the team with the coffee interesting mm -hmm. now i will say that i probably have coffee more than any of these other things but if i'm sitting down to make myself food on a saturday when i have plenty of time it's not my first pick it's not like a specialty item <laughs> oh. Uh, according to um, Elena and and my sister-in-law, 
they both uh, are under the persuasion that if you put a little milk in it, coffee just counts as breakfast. You don't need anything else to go with it. And so Jake and I have both, I, I, I didn't know this until they came up and visited us and saw them having the same conversation that me and Elena have, which is like, did you have breakfast? And she'll be like, well, I had a cup of coffee. I'm like, that's not breakfast. You're going to feel terrible in an hour. You need yeah, to eat something. <laughs> now, Paul, yeah. I do have mine with oat milk, so I can probably get more carbs <laughs> in it. <laughs> Regular milk. A little bit of, little bit of sustenance. Uh, you remember when Starbucks had like an oat milk shortage because <laughs> they did not anticipate how much people would like it? I that is that is my preferred additive. Oh, there was uh, so the the Starbucks on J Street in Bentonville that used to be the one we went to all the time, and there was a, um, a barista there that we really liked, Mister Stacy, and we recently found out that he's like featured on a lot of the Starbucks like TikTok stuff. Like you can okay. just follow Mister Stacy. We saw that man, and man was like, "Which one is this? Which Starbucks?" Because we saw that it was it's J Street, and he yeah. he used to make fun of me a lot because I never ordered anything, and he like <gasps> caught on to it, and so he'd be like, like eventually we'd pull up to order, and like Elena, um, like she, you know, I'd be driving, but she would just yell the order from the passenger seat instead of relaying it through me, and eventually he'd be like, "And nothing for the gentleman, I'm sure." <laughs> so like, That's right. <laughs> I'm going up the street to McDonald's and getting a Diet Coke. <laughs> Good on him for, you know, making it a joke. That's funny. And catching on, honestly, with yes, as many people yeah. as they as they serve. Yeah, he's he's awesome. We love Mr. Stacy. But uh, another thing that we love is the third round rundown. Da, da, da. Three round rundown. Uh, and I will kick it off here as the first pick. So at my breakfast bar so far, I'm serving up some delicious crispy bacon, some waffles with whatever you want on top of that, whipped cream, uh, fruit, syrup, something savory, take your pick, and then wash it all down with a nice bubbly mimosa. Michael here, and I've got biscuits and gravy. And did I hear that you want sausage in your gravy? Well, I've got sausage. Why do you? And I've also got pancakes. Why do you make it sound so weird? <laughs> um, Cameron here. Um, sit down. Have yourself a nice cup of gel. We got some coffee. We're gonna have some potatoes prepared for you and some ham to go along with your eggs. There's more to come. All right. Uh, still. Um, uh, I mean, we, we can't make the episode longer because we've gone on so many tangents, but this is one of those ones I sort of wish we had like seven rounds because there's yes. some more unique items, yeah. but I feel like I can't, like, I can't just pair the unique items with the standard items. Like, I feel like we could do a part two easily on yeah, this. I think breakfast so part two, a couple months from now or something and just get what we didn't take in this one. Yeah, this is tough, man. This is really tough. Um, oh, man. I'm like, do I go generic or do I really kind of play with it here? Oh, man. What? How do y'all feel about... Um, uh, uh, mixed fruit. Would you allow me to draft mixed fruit? 
Yeah, fruit fruit salads are common. That's a yeah. standard breakfast item. Yeah. Yes, this is something that I had considered. I think it's Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll take the I'll take the mixed fruit, the fruit salad. Um I love fruit. I could eat fruit. I eat fruit like it's candy. Like I I've been known to polish off a bag of grapes. Don't ask me how. But um um I love fruit. I I think it helps balance out a little bit of um um, the heavy breakfast, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of uh, natural sugar. Um, now, if I do eat fruit, I'll skip the orange juice. So in this case, I'll probably skip the mimosa. Just drink the champagne straight out of the bottle. Um, but I'll enjoy the the fruit salad. I like strawberries, blueberries. Love blackberries. Uh, if you got some blackberries in there, it's go time. Uh, raspberries, and then if you want to throw in some tropical stuff, I don't mind that either. I love a good pineapple, peach. Maybe even a mango or a kiwi. So yeah, go crazy. Well, first of all, you got to pick a different liquor for your establishment. <laughs> so it, take tequila or something in the fifth round because I got the I got the mimosa <laughs> over here. Well, you have the mimosa. You don't have the individual. Are you going to take just champagne? I'm just going to take yeah, just orange juice. And then you got stuck with just champagne. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paul already uh, said he likes grapefruit. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go grapefruit. Um, yeah, I I like fruit, but I rarely order a fruit like a mixed fruit breakfast at a at a place when I'm out because it's usually almost entirely like cantaloupe, mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan of the, melons outside the water. Yeah, there'll be no cantaloupe and be no uh, what's the <laughs> other one. Um, Honeydew? Is that what it is? Yeah, honeydew. I'm not not a fan. They they will not be in this fruit salad. Can you go ahead and write that? I want you to write any any fruit not, yeah, no melons. Wow. Yeah, no. uh, Well, you've lost some people there. Our our oldest daughter can just polish off an entire cantaloupe just in one sitting, but I am not a fan. But if uh, if I could get a bowl that was like pineapple uh kiwi oranges and cherries for breakfast i would order that every time hmm. this Ooh, is one cherries. of those things cherries is, is people sleep on cherries they forget about them oh, we should good. draft we should draft our own fruit salads oh we're getting very niche <laughs> that's but I the like point it. of the show i like fruit salads that's it <laughs> that's my that's my bread and butter man i love fruit all right, so we'll some people like some people like beer, some people like barbecue, fruit. I'm the fruit guy, and I mean, there's very, there's, very... there's definitely 15 good fruits so easily. So I think a fruit draft to pair with our future gummy draft. We got we got some episodes in the bag. We could sort of combine it with the previous episode that you put together, Paul, <laughs> and bring in some health elements. Try to. <laughs> Just figure out who's pairing, <laughs> who's putting together is. the healthiest fruit salad. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the fruit salad. I like the fruit salad. This uh, is one of those things where I feel like it's psychologically something people order. If if you have a lot of other items that you're like, oh, this is this is not mm-hmm. healthy for me. I better get some so, fruit salad. Yeah, and I I feel like this is also similar to. Uh, our yeah, I referenced the fast food draft earlier. I feel like there was a point some of us were like, okay, I'm going to put something on the plate that's not as heavy as mm-hmm. as everything else, just to make the plate 
in total sound more appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, uh, I think it works. But Mike, you, speaking of of heavy plates, you got uh, you got the the sausage, the biscuits and gravy, which could also be sausage gravy, the pancakes. What you got to go with it? You going big? Or are you going to lighten it up? Maybe a pacemaker. <laughs> That might be the name of my meal. <laughs> it's it, it, it instead the of the grand slam. It's the pacemaker. I like it. I need I need to draft something that requires you to take very small bites. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> gotta, forks. Gotta slow down. We'll just get uh, John Cena to come and in his peacemaker outfit and order the pacemaker. Oh my! And uh, you got your advertising done right there. Okay. I do love the dance. Meanwhile, I've I've gone full Parks and Rec because I've got <laughs> I've got Ron, um, I've and got Leslie, Leslie yeah. and uh, John Ralphio <laughs> in in order here with my picks. Wow, wow! I think I will take my uh, a a beverage here, and I like the idea of lightening things up. I'm going to take a smoothie. Okay. I feel like that's a good way to kind of make someone feel slightly healthier. <laughs> yeah, and... I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of down with it. I really am. It, at first, it seems a little jarring, but like sausage and gravy and biscuits and pancakes. I mean, that's kind of mm. it. You're kind of topped out there. You really can't afford any more grease of any kind. <laughs> um so yeah, something uh, preferably a smoothie that looks green. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true. I I do like to pair foods by color. Sometimes, if a plate is like just blah, people aren't going to be drawn to it. No. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you were you were looking at a pretty brown plate. Until the until the smoothie came on board. Now I don't know if this is <laughs> allowed, but you cannot have any fruit except melon in your smoothie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. kale and melon, kale and cantaloupe. Hey, I don't think you. I don't think you mentioned bananas in your fruit salad. I said fruit salad. I, I mean, do you want me to name everything? I said everything. You did fruit. name everything under the sun that you were everything doing. With fruit. Uh, All right, you can have bananas. You have bananas and apples. How about that? <laughs> but an apple what, smoothie. What about strawberries? No, no, I got the strawberries. There ain't no way I would give up the strawberry. <laughs> I think we said that uh, when you draft. An item that has multiple components, you don't get to rule out any of those components. This, this mm. is true. You did say this. Okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> All right. But that means I could draft two individual fruits. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You're like, I want a banana. <laughs> just ruin my draft just to make your plate slightly worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have your bacon waffle mimosa special with a banana. <laughs> we so have funny. played Catan games like this, Paul. <laughs> That's true. Because uh, when I play Catan, I just do nothing except try to get the longest road, even if it <laughs> fails my empire. <laughs> Those uh, games could get pretty spiteful. 
Uh, all right. Uh, interesting. Yeah, smoothie. That's a good, uh, you know, to go, you know, right? Give me the plate. Eat that. I guess you can have a smoothie with you as you drink. Um, mm-hmm. Try to balance out, balance out the... I, I like Paul's comment of it might be some sausage and then some biscuits and sausage cream. <laughs> <laughs> And then you got like links of sausage next to it. <laughs> now that's that's the pacemaker right there. I mean, I feel like that's that's a pretty common like IHOP breakfast though. Is some is it? I don't know. Now, like because it, it's like everything comes with a, a side of either bacon or sausage. So if you get biscuits and gravy, you're also gonna get two links or two slices of bacon, pretty much. So. You get a fruit salad. <laughs> Yeah, and then it comes with the side of bacon and sausage <laughs> and the sausage gravy on the fruit salad. Everyone knows this. <laughs> All, All right, right Paul. Smoothie. So you're, you're up here to answer for smoothie right. and fruit salad. We both right. a little healthy here. Uh, are you going to tag along? Or are you? Yeah. I got to follow up the Smoothie King here. Uh, all right, let's see. So I'm, I'm trying to, again, there's some more unique breakfast items that I like and would like to take, but it just feels weird to pair it with bacon and waffles. And then, you know, like a very, you know, unique, maybe like non-American dish. Um, And uh, I've sort of gone kind of more universal appeal with my picks here. And so I don't want to go down, but I'm also, I don't, what I don't want to do I'll say one of the drafts that I might regret the most is that fast food draft because I felt like I tried to pull back and balance the plate a little bit. And Cameron, your team just went, you went full bore. You had two sandwiches in that draft. And at the end, I, I was I like, had, I had chicken, Chick-fil-A and I had the filet yeah, of fish, the, right? The spicy chicken sandwich and the filet of fish and then the sides. And I was like, I think I needed to go bigger. Uh, so I don't want to go so I'm really trying to debate between a lot of a lot of these different things, but I think I'm going to go with one that is again. Uh, so like like the bacon I said was pretty memeable. I'm going to go with another pretty memeable breakfast, one that gets referenced a lot online, uh, and one that um, some people might say is a little played out, but I still really enjoy it, especially paired with some of the other stuff. I'm going to go avocado toast. Yeah, I knew I knew that was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it fits in a lane with um, my other stuff. And um, I'm a big, especially you get some sourdough bread, okay. avocado toast on it, and then put some of the everything but the bagel seasoning mm. on the top of that. That is a go-to okay. breakfast in our household. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I love a good avocado toast. I do get a little, not burnout because uh, I don't eat it that much, but I purposely, like, I don't want it probably that often. But um, mm. it's a good, hearty part of the meal. Even the meal itself, it sometimes, you know. So um, um, I think I think it's a good pick. I don't think it's that, you know, crazy. I was gonna mm. say who who's saying that it's past its prime here? You know. Uh, well, it's it's become the for a long time. It was like the, um, the joke, you know, like the right? boomer thing was like yes. Millennials can't afford a house because they're buying avocados all the time to make avocado toast. Yeah. And uh, then it just, it it became so talked about that I feel like some people are like, okay, we get it. Millennials like avocado toast. Let's move on to something else. 
but I'm uh, and and uh, for for you guys there in Bentonville, First Watch has an excellent avocado okay. toast. Okay, good to know. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Huh. Haven't been there yet. It's good. It's good. It was. Um, we really liked it. I think they've got a couple locations in our area. Yeah, they do. All right. Okay. So well, I'll, I like we'll it. Just, we'll just kick it straight to the fifth round then. And uh, oh man, there are so many different things that I could go with. Uh, and I, there's one that I'm I'm hesitant on only because I I once I take it I don't know if you two will allow me to have the gravy on it. Mike's pick, um, but I only like it with gravy. So I don't know. Is it uh, cantaloupe? Yeah, cantaloupe and gravy. The standard breakfast. Um, and then again, there's some... None of us... And none of us have gone with a real... Other than the fruit salad, we've stayed away from the combined items. Now, I've mentioned the eggs... We mentioned the eggs Benedict a lot. I'm a big fan of the eggs Benedict. But don't have the ham don't have sausage for it um there are two other meats that work on eggs benedict which i but i guess you two out of spite could take take both of them um oh man um all right other other question if i take a combined item can I use any of the parts of that item on, like, could I separate out a part and mix it with one of my other four draft picks? Uh, not in like the sense that you're going to make that other item with it. Like you can, of course, plate the items. And if somebody wants to grab something and move it to the other thing, but you can't say I'm drafting this item and then I'm going to take that ingredient and apply it to when I make this other thing. Okay. You know what I mean? well, I'm I'm just I was just wondering if I took a Benedict, can I be putting some hollandaise sauce on some some toast not, or bacon? Not, not extra sauce. So you're getting your Benedict sauce plus, you know, the the quantity for your eggs Benedict. So if you want right. to lessen the sauce on that and spread it around, I guess you could. But you're not right. getting holiday sauce. Hmm. All right. I am uh I you know what? I'm just gonna go with my item. Well, here, can I can I take something and then we'll debate the That's gravy fine. part of it? Yeah, you and can, then because yeah. mm -hmm. I, I don't awesome. want it yeah. if I can't have gravy. Sure, but sure, sure, I sure. think it's I think it's pretty universally served with gravy. Okay, which is got? the chicken fried steak. Now I'm with a big the white fan. gravy, right? Yeah, yeah, with the white gravy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the chicken fried steak. I've never even seen it like offered without gravy. Yeah, so I mean, in my that, mind, that, that, that is even more. I mean, a chicken fried steak is more niche gravy than a biscuit does. Right. So, yeah. so, I mean, based on what we said earlier, that seems fine to me. Okay. Then I'm going chicken fried steak. And I, I don't have, I have the waffles, which are sweet, but I don't have like a big, you've got the potatoes. Mike's got the biscuits and gravy. I don't have the big, like American starchy thing mm -hmm. on my plate. Mm -hmm. Um, so this one I think could be like the centerpiece and then you add as much avocado toast, waffles, bacon, whatever to kind of go with it. Uh, this used to be when I was going to like, 
you know, Cracker Barrel or whatever, I used to get the chicken fried steak. Mm. Um, pretty exclusively was my go-to mm. breakfast item. Uh, one time we we went with a group to IHOP and there was, I don't know, 13 of us. It was like a, like a, um, all, all guys and every single person ordered chicken fried steak. It was like 13 orders of chicken fried steak. And they had to come out and be like, we only have 10 chicken fried steaks. So left. So two of you have to change. We had to debate which two people were going to change the option, but, um, it's a I rare am... occurrence that doesn't happen. often. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this and I, I like it as the the big heavy item on my plate. Man, it, it's rare to see this type of item go in the last round. This is like almost the centerpiece at this right of your, yeah, of your, of yeah. your plate. Um, yeah, I like a chicken fried steak once in a while. Honestly, I just like a chicken fried chicken more. Um, mm-hmm. which, but, I like, uh, yeah, I like both. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I think it's a pretty, didn't see it coming, but I think it's a good pick. I tell you what's really good. Uh, it's a, it's maybe a little more niche, so I don't want to take it, but around Thanksgiving time, Cracker Barrel will roll out the breakfast like chicken fried turkey that comes with like gravy but also a side of cranberry sauce. Oh. And uh I mean you'll want to take a nap after breakfast, but it's delicious. I I feel like this it's it's interesting that you didn't go with the fried chicken. Since you have waffles, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you could have turned it into a little. Yeah, but then based waffles. on based on Cameron's, yeah, I like chicken and waffles, but I'm gonna want spicy something spicy on it, or like just sweet, like syrup. And I guess based on uh, the stipulation we just gave about like the hollandaise sauce or whatever, I would have to literally put the chicken and gravy on top of the waffle and that's not as appealing to me oh you didn't want to you didn't want to take i wouldn't want just fried chicken without the gravy yeah gotcha so so they would serve you chicken fried chicken with gravy and then you'd have to and then i have to put the chicken with just a little bit of gravy and put it on the waffle if if i'm understanding our rules correctly yeah that's right that's right that's right and i didn't want that so i'm just going to go with the one that i like standalone i i I also like the chicken fried chicken but you may you may have stumbled onto something some gravy and with your waffle i'm sure it's probably fine it's just to me chicken and waffles i want nashville chicken and some sweet Mm -hmm. syrup yeah 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 Oh, hot chicken. It's been a minute since I've had some hot chicken. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any good hot chicken around here, but we are, a, you know, not too far from Nashville. So I could go to the source. Well, Spirit flies from here to Nashville on Thursdays there for like a hundred bucks. So All right. We're going to have Thursday. a what's, what's <laughs> yeah. on draft meetup in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> Just us eating. That's another draft. I, I um, so I'd like to have the uh, fast food draft. Uh, one duo draft. I had Jake come on. We drafted spicy foods, and we were going to eat a, a really hot food after each round progressively as we drafted. And we were going to do there's like the death nut challenge, which is like five peanuts with progressively spicier. Um, and we, but then we were reading reviews, and there was a lot of people who were like. I had real like 
gastrointestinal issues after eating these things because they're so spicy. And we were like, maybe like both of us just had a lot going on in our lives. We're like, maybe let's not risk this. Like while we have like little kids that need our help living. Um, but uh, so instead we got these jelly beans that were supposed to be spicy and the reviews were like, oh my God, they're so spicy. And there was like, no, we got to the hottest one and we were popping like four or five simultaneously. We're like, these are not that spicy. So I'd like to do that and actually have a spicy challenge. Cause I like the format of you after each round, you do one spicy thing. And then by the fifth round, you're really hurting. You're trying yeah. to get through the draft quickly. Yeah. Like a hot ones uh, type thing. Yes. So I'd like yeah. to do like a hot ones draft where we do that, but we need something actually challenging for that to work. So Sean Evans, if you ever want to come on the pod, we'll uh, just steal your format, but do it with the draft. <laughs> um, all right, Mike. Um, what spicy pick do you have for us? This is where I, I, I've got a question for you all about how we can make our eggs. So mm -hmm. are we just talking about the way they're prepared or is there anything that we can pair with them? Uh, I would say we're going to be pretty limited on what you can pair with them. Now, if it's kind of like, hey, with my eggs, I add some chives or something you know mm -hmm. i think that's fine but if you're like i have an egg and i put it on a biscuit with some tomatoes you know and then i add this sauce i mean that's obviously a no um i also think that like our, our plates are very fluid um because obviously we didn't get everything we wanted um so mm -hmm. i think it's fine to say you can cook your eggs to order with this plate like most breakfast place to say um or you could say i specifically want this type of egg can can we take a deviled egg <laughs> without the, okay. the filling yeah yeah just no you can't add any it's just yolk <laughs> it's a hard-boiled egg but you've spashed the yolk to make it look <laughs> to make it look like a deviled egg and i've had some we keep bringing back eggs benedict i've had some bad eggs benedict where it was basically like they tried to poach it, but basically they just put a hard boiled egg on top uh, of the bacon. Yeah. Zero yolk. Okay. Not good. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, I don't know, Mike, I guess you, you could wait to alter us to get into it. I'm curious what you were thinking of that made you ask that question. I'm, I'm going to do it. You're going to find out right now. Okay, let's go. My favorite way to have eggs in a big meal like this is an omelet format. So mm. I've got to have a lot of sauteed vegetables in my mm. omelet. So I'm I, drafting those here, if that's okay. I, so, I mean, I'd be fine if you just took omelet and it was open to the listeners what they wanted in the omelet with the caveat that the only meat could be sausage. And you can't have you can't, right. You can't have ham. You can't have bacon. Right, um, right. But I'm, I'm. You know, I'm thinking if you want to just take omelet here instead of the veggies themselves, it could be like if somebody's like, "Well, I like sour cream and salsa on my omelet." Mm -hmm. That's a standard so, omelet pairing. I'm kind of cool with you just taking that if Cameron is too. Well, so the only thing I had is that I didn't quite think that was allowed because. Well, I guess I kind of said how I would. Make, so I, 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 
I only say it because like then I would want to formally. I talked about how I liked it, but I didn't know if I was saying you can have it how you want it. But I like my potatoes with like onions and tomatoes, mm-hmm. maybe some bell peppers. But I wasn't pitching that. So mm-hmm. all that to say, if we think it's fine to do omelet and you can have anything you want on it, less what the other people have, I would want the same role to be with you know my potatoes. Yeah, I, I think as long as it's standard, right? Yeah. Like again, like a yeah. potatoes O'Brien, onions and peppers. Yeah. That's yeah. a commonly offered potato dish. So I already had baked that into your okay. potatoes, then, but it can't be like Yeah. I potatoes and um and um uh muffins. Right. Like you can't you can't pitch like you can't backdoor an extra item in. It's gotta be common. I got you. So we're not writing legislation here. <laughs> So I'll the my plate's called the pork barrel. <laughs> so, <it's all. laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. so if you want it, Michael, I'm cool with that's, you. That's fine. Um, okay. So so then that would be just my eggs pick. Right? I mean, I, yeah, I guess well that's no, the, I mean, just I, the preparation of the eggs though. No, oh, because well, no, because no, yeah. If you did an omelet without drafting it, if you said an omelet, it's gotta be just the basic like literally nothing it's just omelet shape you know like yeah a fold over but I you it. drafting omelet is what opens you up to the various I'm basically common omelet, omelet bar. toppings yeah yeah it's yeah, yeah, omelet yeah. bar i'm drafting yeah. here yeah okay. i'm cool and, and you still get more eggs if you want them <laughs> yeah you could have some <laughs> couple over easy eggs next yeah. to the omelet and the biscuits and gravy okay all right, yeah. So, so is that bar. what you want to go with? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll even mm-hmm. I'll even put it, I'll even put it there. And you're just yeah, you're just minus. Maybe pouring coffee on your omelet because it's off the table. But <laughs> worst omelet ever. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm fifth round. I'm pretty happy with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any Cameron? Any other omelet? Anyone have a favorite like standard omelet? Oh, man, I like my potatoes. I like a lot of veggies in them. And and mm-hmm. and you can really open up the veggies in the omelet. You can go spinach. You can go mushroom. Um, you know, you can That's... even get very Normandy vegetable. You can get some carrots and broccoli if you really want to go crazy. Um, I don't. But um, but it really opens up the, the vegetable capability in your breakfast that you really just don't have in other places on your plate with other meal with other food um or picks like we have here so i i I love an omelet for that sake you can really get some veggies involved when most breakfast plates there's just no option you can't you can't get a vegetable Mm -hmm. my go-to like to saute red onions mushrooms i do like spinach on it fresh basil and then salsa to give it a little bit Mm -hmm. extra liquid yeah, I like the, you know, usually like the Santa Fe omelet, or they call it. Mm-hmm. Got some, uh, some, you know, especially if it's got some like poblano, onion, salsa, sour cream. Now, how do you say it? I like the Mediterranean. I like sometimes they'll do with the spinach um, and some like, uh, what's the cheese they use? Uh, Is it like feta? Like feta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. feta, mushroom, spinach. Um, I've been to a couple of places. The Mediterranean omelet is, is something I, I mm. tend to keep an eye open for. I tend to like them a little bit spicier. So I, I do mm-hmm. use a lot of like chili powder, chipotle powder, 
cayenne sometimes and a lot of paprika. All right. Well, Mike's got the omelet bar set up next to the smoothie mixer. Uh, Cameron, what, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Cameron and I, we don't have any, um, any big contraptions like the blender <laughs> or the bar <laughs> set up with our meals. I don't well, know. I, you got a waffle maker, Paul. That's true. And I got to brew the coffee and something. I'm not doing it over a, <laughs> a campfire here. Um, Although maybe that's what you could pick. I mean, you your yours could be. Uh, I guess other than the fruit salad, you could have kind of a rustic cowboy thing going on, like a one why, pot ham and potatoes. That's why I got the fruit salad because I do not want a rustic um, breakfast. You're not going um, for the city slickers. <laughs> yeah, no, bar. no, no. Um, I'm gonna even take it in the other direction a little more here. Um, Would have been happy with waffles or pancakes, but couldn't get it. Um, so, uh, but I'm still going to get something that's a little sweet, a little bit more of a treat. You know, I tend to eat this stuff after I've eaten about three quarters of my plate. So after I've eaten most of my plate, I'll start eating on my pancake or my waffle. So this one even more so, and I think it really opens up the, to the, to the listener, what they're going to, how they're going to make theirs. I'm going to take the crepe. I want to take the crepe. I think it's a little more refined than a pancake. Um, a little more. <laughs> Uh, subtle. Sweet. Um, so refined. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can do a lot uh, with the crepe. So I'm going to take the crepe mm-hmm. for sure. I like okay. kind of, I, I used to like kind of the fruit crepes, you know, strawberry or something like that. But uh, Holly's, Holly usually grabs, you know, something that's more like brown sugar, you know, or cinnamon or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I always lean savory before I lean sweet. So when we go to like, crepes paulette big fan of the green piggy just pesto and bacon bits mm. that's my go-to big fan of that our sigas used to have a crepe that i think had nutella and mm, i don't know if it was like honey and bananas on it it was very good mm. it was like a dessert crepe mm. that was a nice way to finish off a meal so interesting that you uh, I mean, I, I do, I do enjoy a crepe. Interesting that you left the other sort of baked goods off as a counter mm-hmm. I and mean, you could have gone a French toast. I'm a big yeah. fan of like a bananas foster French toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you could have gone that to counter the pancakes and waffles, but cinnamon yeah. roll muffins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Are uh, so I'm, I'm not a big cinnamon roll guy. I never have been. It's just a little too sweet for me. Um, I, I do like a good French toast. I do like a good muffin. Um, but uh, I wanted to just lighten the plate up a little bit more with something uh, mm-hmm. like a crepe. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Also, um, part of a great scene in Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Michael, you do you not re- you look I confused. do not remember. Uh, there, so Sasha Bear Cohen's character is Formula One, so he's European, and they're like they're having an argument in a bar, and he gets Will Ferrell in like a arm hold, and he's like, "I'm gonna," br-, he's like, "I want you to say I love crepes," and he's like, "No, I'm American. I'll never say I love crepes." He's like, "I'm gonna break your arm if you don't say I love crepes," and then they're uh, they're talking, and they're like, "What even is a crepe?" And he's like, "Well, it's like a little <laughs> tiny pancake," and then it's all the Americans. <laughs> 
the Americans are like, oh, I love those. Those like, are great. Pancakes. And he's like, okay, let's compromise. If you just say, I love little tiny pancakes, I won't break your arm. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Eventually snaps his arm, but uh, it's a, it's a nice. I do recall that now, Paul. Yeah. Just so yeah. you know, I'm leaving that entire description in. <laughs> Good, good. Just people um, describing movies is a great content. <laughs> um, all right, well, that, that rounds out our teams. As usual, listeners, you get to pick who you think wins this draft by selecting which of these plates you want to come over and enjoy. But we are going to give you a quick 30-second pitch on why you should uh you should go with our plate and then we'll tell you where to vote and as the first pick i am going to kick things off and i think i've really got um just the the best sort of brunch establishment that you're going to get here you get to walk in we're going to hand you a mimosa you get to pick your juice to go in it because none of the other juices ended up off the table in this draft so you get a selection of juices you can get yourself a waffle. You can put whatever you want on top of that other than a fruit salad, but you still got <laughs> lots of other options to put on there. You got some avocado toast, the avocado, the super fruit, all that health in there. And it's also delicious. Get some sourdough bread. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you want to make sure you leave brunch <laughs> for the finishing, <laughs> the finishing <right>. move. <laughs> Well, you want to make sure that you leave brunch feeling full. So we've also got a hearty chicken fried steak. You're not going to leave this brunch hungry. And the Internet's favorite breakfast food, bacon on the side. I love it. It's like, oh, this is what we got for breakfast. Oh, and just to top it off, some chicken fried steak. (laughs) That's right. The piece de resistance of the brunch bar. Michael here with my omelet bar. You can get whatever you want on this omelet. So you can really go healthy if you want to include some more vegetables, uh, include some green things in your omelet here. And then we've also got biscuits and gravy. Gotta love it. And we've got sausage. So you could chop up that sausage and put it in the gravy if you want. You can leave that sausage alone. You can have it as a link or as a patty. Cook to order. I like it as a, a patty sometimes. I Pancakes. You sound, like, you sound like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, back to my pitch. We've got pancakes. You can have your super fluffy cloud pancakes straight from Japan. They look amazing. Or you can have like a whole grain pancake again if you want to be a little bit healthier. And it is also amazing to add chopped nuts, creme fraiche on top. And then to wash it down, we've got smoothies. Take your pick of fruit. Again, can have super healthy fruit, uh, can have kale in there. And that is going to leave you able to walk out of this restaurant feeling pretty good. You're going to be full and uh, you got some healthy options here. Okay, Cameron here. Um, You get your two eggs to order however you want them. Um, and it comes with um, some potatoes. You can get those just straight up kind of home style potatoes. You can get them um, shredded like some hash browns from uh, 
Waffle House. You can get them in a little potato patty, like at uh, at a McDonald's. You can even get the little rounds if you're crazy and you like the uh, Chick Fil A uh, hash browns. Um, you can get those diced with some onions and peppers if you want. Um, then you're gonna get some ham. You can get that as a ham uh, steak, or you can get that as like diced ham, maybe in your eggs. Um, of course, you can't have breakfast without a cup of coffee, a cup of joe, um, with all the fixings. Um, um, don't want to get you too heavy, so um, we'll give you a little fruit, fruit salad on the side. And then uh, to polish it off at the end, you can have a crepe of your choice. All right. And uh, we all we all left the eggs open to order, but should we just say quickly what our own personal preference is just to, to get it out there? It's, sure. If, if I was ordering this plate, my uh, my standard egg, uh, I like a poached egg, but I usually order just over easy, put a little Tabasco on it. Mm. I got an omelet bar, so it makes sense to go with an omelet here. However, if I'm making my own at home, I tend to go with a well-scrambled egg. Mm. Um, I, I tend to go over medium. I used to go over easy, but sometimes they just run too much. Um, so I go over medium. Well, Fascinating stuff for the listeners. That's right. That's right. Well, listeners, there you go. Uh, that is the three plates you have to choose from. Let us know which one you would be picking for your breakfast uh, and let us know who won the draft. As we mentioned up top, there will also be a question. If you just um, scroll down, if you're on Spotify, that stuff is right there in the episode description. Otherwise, there's a link if you're on your phone that should open the Spotify app to our podcast so you can vote on the episode there and um, uh, let us know one who won. And then two, if you answer that question, you could get the chance to get a shout out um, and not a lot of competition in the comments. So come on, you're, you're basically guaranteed a shout out on the show. If you answer one of those questions. If uh, Spotify is not working. You could even just email us the answer to the question. What's on draft podcast at gmail.com. We'll still give you a shout out. If we, if we receive your answer to that question, the other thing you can always do for us, give us the five-star ranking wherever you are listening to the podcast and share this episode with your uh, breakfast enthusiast friends. So we can get some more opinions on who won. So uh, guys, any, uh, anything left on the board that you're excited to get to when we get to breakfast part two? I mean, there's just so much on the board, honestly, like we should have just said, everybody gets, um, eggs, uh, you know, potatoes, and then you can choose from the three meats and then let's draft from there. There's just so much mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have any alternates cause there's just so much on the table, but I will say, one of my go-to breakfasts that I really just couldn't draft here because it, it it wasn't draftable. Um, I love lox and bagel, mm -hmm. salmon and bagel, cream cheese, crepes, um, maybe a little dill on there. Uh, just delicious. So anytime at a nice breakfast place, that's something I always try to to entertain getting. Yeah, yeah. I I toyed with the idea of like just bagels. It's so like, you know, I could counter the omelet bar with the bagel bar. Take your pick of what bagel you want. Cream cheese on it. I'm, mm -hmm. I, I like that. But really, I, I there's some more, as I said, more unique item. I'm a big fan of uh, chilaquiles for breakfast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I considered something like that or a shakshusha is also what pretty is that? good. It's like an um, Israeli dish where it's sort of a tomato-based sauce, and then you 
put crack eggs on the top and then bake it. Um, mm. And it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty tasty. So mm. there's some stuff like that, that, um, you know, I, I kind of could have got into, but, uh, and the other thing that I, I, I personally enjoy a lot is the breakfast burrito, but I don't want it without potatoes and sausage. So mm. once those were sort of ruled out as ingredients, um, you've never had the chicken fried steak, waffle, bacon, avocado burrito. Well, my brunch bar is about to introduce that. So. <laughs> it's except it's going to be like the double down. It's we substitute the tortilla for the chicken fried steak and then wrap that around the eggs. <laughs> no, the waffle, the waffles, the wrap. One of those like yes. real thin waffles. You just kinda... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Didn't Taco Bell do that? Didn't they uh, have Taco a, Bell a, had waffle tacos. Yeah. Now the the Taco Bell the breakfast crunch wrap that's uh you know it's not as popular as the other option. I think it's a top tier like fast food breakfast. Really? I like the breakfast oh. crunch wrap a lot. Their other breakfast stuff is okay, not great, but the breakfast crunch wrap like I, I would I would go out of my way to find it if I was looking for like a fast food okay. breakfast. Okay. Good to know. Anything, Michael? I'm I'm with Cameron here on there are so many options. Uh, there's nothing in particular that I would have mm-hmm. taken. So I'm good with what I got. Right. Uh, I, th- I think uh, part two could be in order here. Yeah, we should do. We've got a lot of drafts that we could easily do a part two. And we should just to see how deep we can go on some of these topics. So I think uh, I think we should look through the archive sometime and part two. Or we just keep doing fellowship drafts and see how esoteric Michael and I can get uh, <laughs> the people that we draft. Uh, we could find some more famous um, athletes from uh, sports oh that goodness. Aren't, aren't widely watched. Uh, but I think that uh, we've gone two hours talking about breakfast, which um, I think not, is... Uh, sometimes how long breakfast lasts. Yes, that's, that's what I was going to say. If, if we were truly sitting in a diner, that's probably about right. That's true. That's true. So hey, go to should, a diner. We should make that a goal when you're in town, Paul. We should all go to breakfast. All right. Just maybe, us, not, the, not the kids. Not the kids. A, a men's breakfast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't have to be breakfast either. We can have breakfast mm-hmm. any time of day. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron's like, nah, yeah, only no, Rick, oh man, no, 7 30 a.m. No. You know why he feels that way? Because he drafted coffee. <laughs> what am I That's gonna right. drink coffee at dinner? No, I didn't say we had to eat this. We should do that though. We should go there and order. Go there and you have to order our <laughs> have to order this. Be like, hey, could you? Uh, I bill. want an omelet, but do not put a potato in it. <laughs> the bill is enormous. Like each of our bills is like forty or fifty bucks. We we each have like three to go boxes <laughs> at the end. All right. Well, well, listeners, I think that wraps us up for this draft. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a tasty episode of What's on Draft. Go make your favorite breakfast right now.